Welcome to the Uptown Community Podcast, where we see what we can learn, who we can get to know, and if we can understand each other and our neighborhood a little bit more. Start and say, and who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Uh, This is Oscar Martin, and I've been in this neighborhood working since 2006 so it seems Uh, i've been here long enough it seems like i'm a resident yeah yeah you're not really a resident not even close (laughs) okay i'm closer to old park stay closer to old park okay all right um do you know how long we've known each other for let's see i would say about a decade (laughs) about a decade yeah yeah, um, I think, yeah, it is still 2021. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, t- 10 years I moved here in 2011, and I'm into Uptown with my first neighborhood, and I moved to, and you're, you're my first colleague, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm one of the first people I got to, to meet. Um, yeah, and then we recently ran into each other uh, last week, and I'm um, in Uptown. Uh, we've run into each other before. Yeah, we periodically mm-hmm. we run into each other. Like uh, one time you were on Bur- on Burrowin riding your bike. Oh, okay. And we ran into each other, okay. and then we ran into each other again uh, by the red line. Yeah. And then we ran into each other again <laughs> uh, in the same area by uh, the. The restaurant. Yeah. Because you uh, pointed out that uh, you do podcasting. Okay. Yeah, I think that was at this this corner. Yeah. Um, On yeah, Lawrence. I've been the Lawrence and Sheridan corner. My consistent area right now. And um, I think I'll go into like what we... What your trips in Uptown are, but um, I wanted to talk about like where our recent meeting, where we happened to see each other, was at uh, Miss Eggroll. Oh yes, Miss Eggroll. <laughs> uh, hey, how, have you been going there since you started coming to Uptown? You know what I would say. I've been going to her for at least. You know what? Let me. Someone gave me. Uh, a sample of her food. Okay. And then uh, I was told where the restaurant was at. So I think I've been going to her for about 11 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because she has a great jumbo shrimp fried rice. Yeah. Um, I've tried to have um, little bits of everything, but now I kind of a usual egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> Um, consumer. Um, I don't know if the best egg rolls, but um, the Chinese place right around the corner um, in the strip mall where J.J. Peppers used to be. Yeah. Um, they have egg rolls, but they're kind of smaller. and they. I haven't tried theirs, but I can tell you this. Uh, if I, When I first started going there, the food was immaculate. Mm-hmm. The last five years, 
I haven't been a fan of their uh their fried rice. So that's why I go past them to go to Miss Agro. Miss Agro. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, try to <laughs> expand more about it. Yeah, I'll I'll have to get the fried rice. Um, and try the chicken pad thai. All right. So besides Chinese food, um what what other places do you usually frequent in this area? Uh, either Subway or Tedino's. I mean, there, there's the franchise kind of chain restaurants, but I think those those are kind of like pockets as well. Yeah, within they, they, they sprinkled town. everywhere. It's not a great time to spend out ta- outside right now. No. Uh, but in the summer, what are your places you like to frequent? In the summer. Oh, we'll go up, uh, a friend of mine, we'll go up to the beach. Sometimes we might just enjoy the view or bring out the grill and barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it <laughs> can't beat uptown no, for the, you can't. the beach, beaches and the Montrose Harbor. Um, it's, every time I go there, I'm kind of overwhelmed. Uh, and I I have to double check where I'm going on that. It's, <laughs> it's more, more complex than I, I remember. And I don't frequent enough to like know exactly. Well, the scenery looks the same, kind of? Yeah, the scenery lost. looks the same. Okay. There's, there's a parking lot area that's expansive. And then the, the harbor, I kind of um, make that a landmark, but it, I don't know. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if I've told you in the, um, like my background and I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of say that I'm not, not the best podcast host um, because I, I had uh, brain cancer when I was little. And um, so I, I think that, um exuberance and natural <laughs> um natural flow is is not um right there so i i'm using kind of a structure for having a, a conversation something that i can get my mind wrapped around um so i'm starting with like surface things and i'm talking about where where we are. You said you've never been here before? Never been to this church at all. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the the Preston Bradley building and then the People's Church, the um the office area that I'm able to use. Um thanks to the leadership here. And um yeah, we we're touring the the sanctuary a little bit and yeah it's 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 historic and part of the interest in in driving the podcast is looking at all the the parts of uptown's history you know what when i walked into this church you know you can tell there's a lot of history in there and yeah. i'm surprised that this church is not packed because i like the uh the i, I like the layout the old school layout of it mm-hmm. yeah with the balcony you know up the upper level and and lower level 
And I like the the balcony, the way it's, it's shaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a, a sketch that somebody did that's on on the website, uptowncommunitypodcast.com. And um, it has like, when, um, I recorded an episode when somebody was sketching um, part of the the sanctuary and those those sweeping balconies. It's okay. That's really uh, interesting, and um, all the different angles to look at. Um, we might do more extensive tour if if you have time after. I didn't ask you about your timeline. Uh, you uh, know what? Uh, one day I'd like to come in here and uh, sketch it. You want to sketch? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do on my uh. I am an artist. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we do need to do a tour after this. Um, but you're... So, yeah, we were talking about the the building where we are appreciating that. Um, and we've been talking about the neighborhood, appreciating different aspects. And uh, we're... I don't know. We said geography, like, <laughs> where we met at the different corners and oh yeah uh, different places but the most interesting thing about you know uptown you know i i would say per se um it's the people mm-hmm. you know you come across look in uptown you you're running to uh, people from all parts of the world mm-hmm. uh you're you're running to uh, I ran into a superhero up here. This guy was dressed in, in a costume okay. cape, and uh, he was serious. So I was like, I waved. He waved back, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you it know, it wasn't what? like a Halloween costume. Uh, it was, no, it wasn't a Halloween costume. It was part of his identity. It was part of his identity. All right. And I haven't seen him without the costume on, so I don't know his secret identity. <laughs> huh. Wow. Uh, yeah, that kind of gets us into. Um, the next part of going deeper in our conversation and appreciating people and that's kind of what your your job is and has been for um, I mean we we met at an apartment building with diverse people yeah and um, or that's where we worked and then um, and that was taken over um, by a develop, developer. I don't know what that <laughs> consortium of people are, what they call themselves. Um, the owner owner group of like, that. Uh, I think Green Village or some Green Leaf. I don't know what the name of the new company is. <laughs> but I left, you know, I left before they took over. Oh, okay. And uh, joined another job adventure. Yeah. Part of this new new class of owners has, like, more aspirations to be like, um, like Cedar Streets wants to be like Brooklyn, or they want to like, um, be like something else, or um, they don't really have an authentic perspective of this neighborhood. Uh, no, you know Chicago has we have our own vibe, and I I do agree that um, that particular building, um. The the layout and the the organization is not Chicagoan style. 
Yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, um, as we we're um, just mentioning visual things that we could see, is those uh, it had very distinct lamps and um, like uh, not street lamps, but they were attached to the building. Um, and this is the the fifty two hundred where we used to work. And, right. Um, but they took out, they're, they're probably like two and a half, three foot tall, um, big cylinder um, lamps that were attached to the building. I took them out and just like replaced them with these teeny little <laughs> visor. Um, I, Flashlights. Looked, <laughs> what did you say? A flashlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it lost its... The face of the building lost its identity. Good. See, at the beginning, when uh, when the previous owners owned it, it was family-owned, and the building had a family vibe. What were they called? The the Copley Group. Cop- Copley, yeah. 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 And there was a family vibe behind the, uh, the building. Uh, yeah, everybody was kind of... Charge pretty similar rates. Yeah, and everybody knew it wasn't the market each other. rate. Now, yeah, I'm still in the. I'm in the building. I see people come, people go. Mm-hmm. So, getting back into where I was was going about, I'm getting a little bit deeper of um, of what you. You do, and you're, why you're a frequent <laughs> frequent flyer in Uptown is um, you're you're taking care of people. You're in the healthcare. Yeah, I, I I look uh I make life easier for people with disabilities. Yeah. And you, um, I wanted to ask if um, you work with longtime residents. Uh, one resident, uh, he's been there. Bef- I think he said he's been living there since two thousand and four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't know. <laughs> I depending on who you ask, what historians can talk about gentrification because it can go back to the. I know the the seventies and when Truman was getting built. And, yeah. Um. Bef- I don't know before that when the the Rainbow Coalition and the Young Patriots and all <laughs> some of those in the mid in the mid sixties and mid in the late sixties and mid seventies, okay. it was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I. Yeah, just <laughs> it really fascinated trying to learn more about that. So hopefully I can um, interact with some more people. Um, but yeah, I, I think that 2004 era was, I think um, Helen Schiller, when she was the older person here, was um, 
definitely not as pro market rate as the aldermen right now. No. And um, so, yeah, it seemed like 2004 residents would have a a different kind of perspective on um, on Uptown and how it it's changed. I'm a, I'm a, to be honest. Um, a lot of you're you're absolutely correct. The uh, the residents that's been here since 2004. If you speak with them, they have a different viewpoint opposed to the young ones who's just moved in, and a lot of them are not from even Chicago. Yeah. So, a lot of the, the res is a big percentage of the residents. That are not that wasn't born here, so they just moved here for either business or school. So mm. uh, they see things a little uh, different. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Oh. So we talked about um, healthcare and and well-being, and I think. Now that I'm in my quote-unquote second season for the, the podcast, uh-huh. um, I don't really have um, a, a funding or, or direction, so I'm <laughs> keeping it pretty basic um, with humanity and um, um, health care and well-being are, are definitely <laughs> fundamental. Um, to do that and we don't have to put it in the podcast i can edit it out but i wanted to to see if you wanted to talk about your own um health care and well-being it seems kind of like a fragile time where in the this long extended home stretch of the pandemic you know what when this pandemic started hmm It was just different. It yeah. was, you know, you didn't know what to believe. So, you know, I hear this on the news. I hear this on the news. We hear this from the our former president. <laughs> but whatever it was, it was real. Uh, did it affect me the... At all, um, mentally, I would say no. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know why, but, you know, I'm just, I guess, just a little different. When the pandemic happened, uh, I was in my job and my time was in demand even more. So I was uh, very essential. Mm-hmm. essential worker uh so i had to eat i even had to eat better stay fit uh keep my mind uh in tune mm-hmm. and i think that's that's very very fortunate and i think um i i would include myself in the the group that was kind of broadsided and made then to, to sit at home um and then it's it's been kind of this long extended reentry process 
And it seems like that's harder. Um, it, it seems like it's more of a, a vulnerable situation, even, even though I, I think we have examples of structure. Um, when, you're, when you're talking about the, the pandemic hitting and you knew exactly what your purpose was and your yeah. um, you had a very structured time. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's a really healthy thing. Um, to have have that structure in it, have a structure controlled. Because it seemed like for a moment, we've never been in a time where we actually seen the world just stop. Mm -hmm. It affected the world. Mm -hmm. And I was going on, it, uh, even though it seemed like the world stopped, it, I knew I had to keep on going. So uh, I knew some people who were in the house and started getting a little depressed because they really couldn't get out and they felt kind of trapped. As I, th I, I kind of selfishly think about my, my situation, having a loose structure, like from this podcast, I have a, a part-time job kind of keeps me going but um like this structure um i i'm definitely very thankful that um we ran into each other and we we're we're able to connect um trying to connect and follow up with people um but it it still seems like people are are wary to um totally engage as much as as we had before. oh no it, it, it's it's a distance you know a lot of people uh you know we there's still the six the six feet yeah. and um you know you deal with uh paranoia it's a it's yeah. it's like uh you approach somebody ask them a question even with a mask on they jump back from you uh, yeah. So it's it's things you know you you have to get used to. It's like an adjustment, you like, because you know we're used to communicating with each other and even with strangers, you just talk and you know uh, if you ask a question, if somebody's lost, you know, you want to give a person directions or this and that. But now, if you ask somebody a question, they they kind of standoffish. So the the last part of my my conversation of, of getting deeper into health and well being, and then I'm um, moving forward and looking at the future and dealing with um, our next next step. Um, and we're we're talking about healthcare and well being, and you've always seemed like a cheerful guy. Um, so what kind of advice when I don't, I don't know, I didn't ask you to prepare <laughs> any advice, but do you have anything that's usually a, your go-to? You know what? Um, since I write and do art, uh, that's my escape. So I, I would tell a person, 
anything that you wanted to do, do it. Hmm. If it's a if it's an art project you want to do, do it. If it's something you want to learn, do it. Don't let the pandemic get the best of you. Just call. Just look at it. You have to change your your, your mind frame. Even though we know the pandemic is going on, just look. Just look at at it as if you're in a good detention, and you got work to do. Hmm. So, with the free time, I try to find something creative to do. Plus, I have children. And I have to make sure they okay. They're okay. Make sure they're not uh, try to shelter some of the what's going on from them. So you know, you you have as a parent, I have to. Uh, if the world stop for them, I have to keep it moving. So that's what uh, keeps me going. Thinking outside. Outside of yourself and and giving yourself room to explore. Yeah. I think that's... <laughs> Seems like you're doing a great job because you got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, it's, still, it's still going on. And I um, hope to, to talk to more people and we can all embrace this, this journey together. Oh. All right. Of course. Of course. All right, thanks, Oscar. You're welcome, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Thank you. We make up a brilliant tapestry. By examining the various threads and aspects of our community, we can appreciate how each and every person contributes in their own unique way. Mm-hmm.